Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. It's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, episode 1666, and I'm Dr. Neil, your host of the show. Hey there, welcome back to another special Friday edition of Optimal Health Daily, where I answer your questions. On the other days, I read health and fitness blogs to you, kind of like an ongoing audiobook, and always with a bit of my commentary at the end. But on Fridays, it's a little different. It's like you get a full episode of all of my commentary. So with that, let's hear today's audio question and start optimizing your life. Hello, my name is Joe. I really enjoy your podcast. Here's my question. Is there a difference between all the toothpaste claims? Deeper cleaning, whitening, helps enamel, complete care, things like that. Thanks for letting me know. If you could make this simpler, thanks. Bye. Thank you so much for taking the time to send in your audio question, Joe. I still remember when I was growing up, those toothpaste commercials that would show how that particular brand of toothpaste would remove plaque from the teeth. They would have these really cool looking animations showing the toothbrush with the help of the brand of toothpaste being advertised, brushing away that yellow junk at the base of the tooth. It seemed every year a new and improved toothpaste hit the market. There was one with stripes, where one stripe contained fluoride, the other fought plaque, and the third stripe was a breath freshener. How great was this? Then, when you went to the store, the packaging was even more enticing. Some of the products would be in glossy blue boxes, others glossy red boxes, and still others glossy green boxes. Each claimed to be the best at removing plaque from the teeth. On the back of the box, a drawing of what plaque is and how their toothpaste will help you get rid of it. I would force my parents to buy me the shiniest box with the best-looking drawing of the tooth without plaque on the back. Now, toothpaste seem to be all about cleaning and whitening at the same time. There are some with baking soda added, others with built-in mouthwash, others with natural ingredients, still some with foaming action, and the list goes on. So, as you said, Joe, are any of these actually helpful? Are there truths to any of these claims that we see on the packaging? Well, first, I want to mention why using toothpaste in general is actually helpful. Now, I'm not comparing brands here. I'm just saying, in general, toothpaste seems to help. Thanks to lots of research, both in the lab and in humans, we have a pretty good idea of why tooth decay happens. Basically, the combination of sugar in our diets and bacteria found in the mouth leads to the buildup of lactic acid. This lactic acid then eats away at the tooth, which can then lead to cavities. This is why we're told as kids that 
to prevent cavities, we should eat less candy because more sugar may mean more tooth erosion. In fact, studies have shown that as sugar became more readily available and was added to commonly consumed packaged foods, tooth erosion increased. Foods also became softer. Think sturdy whole grain breads versus softer pillowy refined breads. And it turns out softer foods don't trigger as much saliva secretion. Less saliva means there are fewer natural defenses to plaque buildup and tooth erosion. Now in the United States, toothpaste safety is regulated by the Food and Drug Administration or FDA. The FDA requires testing procedures before the product can be marketed, the size and type of packaging for the product, and the necessary ingredients and warnings on the actual labels. The ingredients in every tube of toothpaste we see must first have been proven at least to reduce tooth decay in animals. The FDA also provides guidance regarding dosages of the active ingredients, like fluoride. And the FDA does regulate what can be stated or advertised on the packaging. And for the most part, most European countries have similar requirements. Then, there are additional approvals from the American Dental Association. Products will only receive approval to put the seal of the American Dental Association on their products if they meet certain standards. So, based on the evidence presented to the FDA and ADA, toothpaste in general seems to help maintain the health of our teeth. Now, what about comparing all of those different toothpaste products? Well, dental hygiene products have been compared and studied, toothpaste included, and results show that one product may not be better than the other. The problem, though, is that these studies aren't very good, meaning they're not well-designed. In fact, most of the research comes from volunteers using a product at home. Asking volunteers to use a product at home and then following up with them to see if their teeth are in good shape leads to all sorts of potential errors and biases. So maybe someday the quality of these studies will improve and we'll have clearer winners when it comes to which brand comes out on top. But for now, they all appear to be equally effective. And I don't know about you, but I don't think I've ever had a dentist insist I use a specific brand of toothpaste. Instead, no matter the dentist, the advice has always been the same. Brush your teeth twice a day for at least two minutes using a rotating motion, but most importantly, floss at least once a day. In my experience, many dentists do like their patients to use electric toothbrushes approved by the American Dental Association. This is because these toothbrushes seem to be really helpful at removing plaque and preventing tooth decay and they have built-in timers to encourage people to use them for those full two minutes. But when it comes to the type of toothpaste you use, it probably just comes down to personal preference. Personally, I'm no longer in love with the glossy packaging. I just go with the one that tastes the most minty. Thank you again so much for sending in your audio question, Joe. Now, if you want to submit a question, audio or via email, and have it answered right here on the show, Remember, you can email your question to health at oldpodcast.com. Or if you want to send in an audio question, there are two ways to do that. You can call in your question by dialing 61-I-LOVE-O-H-D or you can submit your audio question at oldpodcast.com slash ask. All right, thank you so much for listening every day. Thank you for listening all the way through. And I'll see you back here over the weekend where your optimal life awaits.